Good morning, everyone. My name is Teddy Ragsack, listening to TED Talk Sports, and this episode is brought to you by Grooming by Diane, the best dog grooming services in the San Fernando Valley. All right, guys, so Antonio Brown was just recently released by the Oakland Raiders, and uh, I got to be honest with you guys, I am very concerned. Um, I'm concerned for Antonio Brown. I'm concerned for his well-being. Um, but before we get into that, I just want to do a brief kind of rundown of what led us to this point. So why why are we here, essentially? So there, there's a few issues that happened uh, leading up to this. The first being Antonio Brown had an issue um, with his helmet. There's a certain helmet that he wanted to play with, but it was the, the model was too old. I think the, the limit is you can only have a, a model of a helmet be around 10 years old or something like that. So, and you, you know, it's, it's a, this is an issue of player safety. And, you know, uh, Antonio Brown really wanted this older helmet. But, you know, the NFL didn't want that because the NFL has a, you know, a whole a, a whole list of lawsuits for player safety and health and things like that. And the last thing they want is another another issue for player safety and another to deal with Antonio Brown again. So they're trying to, you know, trying to steer away from that. But, you know, obviously Antonio Brown didn't get this this helmet issue cleared. And um, yeah, but that was a whole big fiasco. And then um, he also had another issue in training camp. His foot got frozen during some like... Um, I forgot the cryogenic or whatever it's called. I, I probably butchered butchered that, but uh, yeah, some some issue like that. But um, anyways, though, so he missed some time with some sort of foot therapy injury kind of thing. Um, he missed practice for no reason. It seems from what I understand, he missed practice for no reason. Um, he gets fined and he's very upset about it. Very public about this. That's the other thing with um, these issues with Antonio Brown is he was so public. Um, about about the Raiders, about their organization, and that he was bad-mouthing them the entire time. So I just don't see... I mean, I, I don't think he's being very very professional about this. I mean, I understand, he, you know, he is a personality, and, you know, he is a celebrity, but you got to keep this, you know... You, you got to have a... Um, What's the word? You got to have tight lips around this kind of thing because you can't be, you know, with some is- with with issues as serious as this. And and what I noticed too is that the more Antonio Brown posted on social media, the worse things seemed to get for him. So I'm kind of curious why he kept posting. Maybe he thought he was in too deep and he had to continue posting. I'm not really sure. And then the biggest. Um, I guess the straw that broke the camel's back essentially was Antonio Brown got into some sort of altercation with the general manager. He called him some racially insensitive names and, you know, he punts a football and tells him, hey, look, find me for that. Um, and that's exactly what the Raiders did. The Raiders find him. Um, they cut him from the team. They released him because it, I, I'm not sure exactly, but I think because they find him a certain amount or like the timing of it uh, since he hasn't played in week the season hasn't started or whatever they could still cut him without guaranteed money so that 30 million a year or whatever that he was owed um yeah he's not gonna get that anymore so the the big contract off the table um seemingly before it was ever before Antonio Brown was able was even able to collect a paycheck so I thought that was it, it it's really interesting you know um in terms of the altercation with the general manager and I'm not saying Antonio Brown is in I'm not saying he's he's in the right but just some things that we have to realize is that there's two sides to every story you know I I, I doubt um the general manager just you know <laughs> came up to Antonio Brown I was like oh nice cleats Antonio then Antonio just comes over to him and starts cussing at him and things like that so I'm, I'm sure some things were said um on his behalf I mean maybe they're not as bad maybe they wouldn't provoke a normal person but just to be fair now just to be fair is that we don't know what happened we weren't there um but yeah so that's just something to consider and then the other thing too back to my original point um, that I started this uh, podcast episode on is that you know I'm I'm very concerned with Antonio Brown I think 
uh, this issue with Antonio Brown. I think this is an issue that's so much bigger than football. Um, if we're being real, I think, you know, you know, it's, it's sad. You know, it really is sad because we're seeing someone like Antonio Brown, you know, that was a team player in Pittsburgh. You know, this is someone that was, you know, a fan favorite for so many years with his play on and off the field. Um, you know, he was someone that, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster looked up to. And I'm very concerned um, with Antonio Brown's mental health at this point. Um, you know, I'm doing a school paper right now um, on, you know, concussions and CTE and stuff like that in the NFL. And one of the symptoms was sort of these uncharacteristic fits of anger, um, which Antonio Brown clearly has displayed um, through his altercations with you know teammates and the general manager and things like that. Um, and this is this is something that I said, look, this is, like I said, so much bigger than football. This is something that I think that Antonio Brown needs to um, he needs to get help. I really do. I think he needs to um, maybe see some sort of therapist or he, you know, the next team that signs him definitely needs to have him psychoanalyzed, needs to get his mental health assessed uh, because this, this is very serious. You know, this is very, very serious. I, you know, I, I cannot stress this enough. I, I, Antonio Brown needs to get help. Um, and, you know, you know, at the very beginning, you know, everyone was clowning on him. It was funny. Um, I mean, I was clowning on him and things like that. But the, the further this goes, um, I think we need to realize that this is a very serious issue. And it's really not that funny anymore. And that Antonio Brown, like I said, needs to see needs to get help. However, that is if he needs to take time away from football. Um, I'd rather see Antonio Brown a better person off the field than someone that's, you know, a bad person you know bad person off the field but you're still a good player you know i'd rather essentially that didn't make much sense but essentially what i'd rather him be is um happier and healthier um as a human being than i than him just simply be an athlete um because you know he's only 31 years old he's so young he has the rest of his life to live and um he doesn't get these issues checked out now i think this is just going to snowball and this, this could he's like i said this could easily snowball into something worse um but yeah so uh yeah, this is like I said, guys. This is this is not this is not good. But and the one thing too that I'm going to address is you know where what's up what's where's Antonio Brown going to go now? You know what what's the next move for Antonio Brown? Um, and that's a tough question to answer. That really is. You know, it's is he going to take time away from football? Is he going to retire? Because remember, remember that he uh, Antonio Brown he said it I think at the beginning of the off season or something like that he did some sort of interview and he said you know look look like I don't need football um you know I can step away at any time so I I'm gonna call him out on his bluff I, I really think he is going to return although like I said I'd rather see him take some time off and get some help um but you know I I, I don't I think he's gonna return uh, to which team I think there's only two kinds of teams um two types of teams I should say that would sign someone like Antonio Brown and, you know, I think it's going to be someone that's really desperate for an offensive weapon. Someone that needs a wide receiver, like really, really bad, say someone like has nothing to lose, like the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, a team like that. Maybe a team like um, like the Detroit Lions, who doesn't have a, they don't have a strong receiving core. Um, but I don't know. You know, there, there's a lot of teams that, that don't have a, a true uh, wide receiver one. Maybe Antonio Brown waits for some teams, maybe for some injuries or some, you know, as the season to progress. So maybe he thinks his value is going to go up. I don't know. I don't know. I think the teams need to be very cautious, um, especially if they have a good locker room right now going into the season. I think they need to be very cautious um, with Antonio Brown if they are thinking about signing him. They really do. And then also the, the second type of team. Um, that could sign Antonio Brown as a team that has a very strong 
I guess, system in place or has experience dealing with players like this. So essentially, that really just comes down to the Patriots. You know, the Patriots, um, they've been working with someone like Josh Gordon. Um, although I don't know if they'd want to work with Josh Gordon and Antonio Brown at the same time. That might be a little bit much. But, you know, we'll see. You know, they, they, it could, they could, I could totally see someone like Bill Belichick signing Antonio Brown to a one-year deal. Um something like that and Antonio Brown would you know that would allow him to get revenge on the Raiders that'd allow because they're in the AFC allow him to get revenge on the Steelers um and he would also be on a great team he'd be able to contend for a title he'd probably maybe end up getting a ring I don't know it's too early to tell but it's it's gonna be interesting I um like I said I'd rather Antonio Brown get help because this is a very serious issue and I I don't really know where he goes I'm, we're gonna keep a close eye on this um but anyways guys yeah so that was my take on that uh, thank you guys so, so much for listening. My name is Teddy Ragsack, and you've been listening to TED Talk Sports.